Good evening, everyone. Hi, everyone on Zoom. Uh, just a brief talk tonight. I wanted to just share with you um, some conversations I've had with some of my Buddhist uh, friends and colleagues who are also um, psychologists. There was a common theme this week, and uh, we sometimes get together to talk about cases and so on. Um, so maybe they all appreciated, we all appreciated the same kind of view because of the, the Buddhist background. Maybe some other psychologists might have a different point of view. But we were talking about people who we've all had come to see us at times who they may, they may come to see us for a long time, like many years, and they go over the same issues all the time. And like they've got a they've got a, a grievance from the past, and they just keep bringing it up and talking about it every session, or some some anger or something distressing that happened to them in their childhood or maybe in work or whatever, a divorce, and um, and of course what we try to do initially, even for quite some time, is to really listen to it very carefully. And, and empathise with all aspects of it and try and draw out all emotions around it um, for people to, you know, process it so they can put it behind them so it doesn't bother them anymore. And a lot of time um, you, you do with that with people or you, even with you, you do it with friends or family. You listen to a distress empathically and um, the person feels heard and understood and they let go of it and they move on. But what about when we just find it so hard to let go of something? And probably all of us have got something like that in our, our life, like a grievance or a hurt or a resentment or a, a sense of revenge even that's very, very hard to let go of. And um, it's all very well that we empathize with others or we give compassion to ourselves or whatever but there's a point comes where we just need to make a decision and a commitment to let go of it mm -hmm. and um, that's where in practice in zen practice um, why it's very important to emphasize the power of vow right? I remember years ago I gave a, a talk here called The Power of Vow. You know, every time you make a vow, like the great vows or the practice principles or the precepts as people are working on, and you vow to take up that precept, it's kind of like, it's a, like a, a strong, it's not a mild commitment, you know, it's like it's a strong commitment that I, I'm... Th th I'm going to work with this every time it comes up. Yeah, and it's like a, a, a very, very strong, deep resolve about it. Um, so, say you have um, a sense of resentment towards someone in your past and you, you start to have revenge fantasies about how you can get back at them or whatever. Right? And it's like, and, and, and you've been doing it for a while. And... and and, and the, the funny thing about like that, like revenge fantasies or resentment, whatever, 
we, we find a reason to keep it going. You know, yes, but it was so bad, I have to, you know, I have to think about it again and what am I going to do? And it's always a reason for, for bringing it up over and over again. But who gets hurt the most by doing that? This one. Uh-huh. This is the one that gets hurt the most. And you're just kind of, you're wasting your life. Do you know, like the sun shining, you know, um, there's children to look after, do you know, there's food to cook, do you know, there's friends to, in, to enjoy. And, and he, here we are, we're, we're caught in this stuff all the time. So some of the conversations my colleagues and friends have been having is about really trying to, when empathy doesn't resolve it, to really start to challenge people to let go, like to really see how they're harming themselves and usually no one else by going over this all the time. It's like, life is precious. How many years do you want to spend coming to expensive therapy, going over the same stuff all the time, you know? And we feel, then we start to feel guilty, you know? We start to feel like, you know, are we really, you know, enabling this behaviour by listening to it all the time and taking people's good money? You know, we don't feel good about it either. Um, But it is where there is this kind of sharp sword of Zen actually comes into our practice. There is a hard edge to it. And it's like that very strong commitment in yourself. Every time this comes up, I know it, I acknowledge it, and I don't invest any more time or energy in it. Move on. It's not not distracting yourself. It's just simply, I can't help it if the memory comes up. I can't help it if the emotion comes up. But every time it comes, I'm not going to keep giving it oxygen. I'm just going to keep coming back to this moment or stay with the emotion in the body like we were talking about last week. But as much as possible, I'm not going to try and keep making the story out of it each time. And and if we do that over and over again, well, don't expect that it's going to go away in three days or a week. You know, it's been lodged in there for a long time. But if you do this over and over again, um, the power of those uh, those emotions starts to die down. You know, in the the second um, great vow, greed, hatred and ignorance rise endlessly, I vow to abandon them. Well, in a sense, that's what I'm talking about. You know, grievance rises endlessly, victimhood, you know, revenge, you know, anger, whatever emotion it is, it'll always come up, you know, but if we keep um, abandoning it, it will start to not go away completely, but it will be reduced in intensity so much it's not going to bother you anymore. And I remember, I won't go into the details of it, but I remember an incident years ago that really bothered me for a long time. And I remember I would keep going over it, you know, um, it would keep coming up. And uh, there was a point I just went, enough, like, enough. I'm not doing this anymore. And um, there was just that very strong resolve. Every time it would come up, I would just not entertain it. And it's it's resolved, maybe not 100%, but it's resolved like 90%, 95% in intensity from what it was years ago. But that that's the nature of, that's the nature of Zen practice right there. It does require, we talk about self-compassion and sincerity and all those things but we need to remind ourselves it's got this 
the, the, the sword of wisdom, you know, the prajna edge that cuts off useless thinking. Mm-hmm.